Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to everybody live and on demand, if you can, please stand with me out of respect for the Word of God. Whether you are paper Bible saved, like I am, or digital Bible saved, turn in your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. And don't overlook the last days because there will be last days and Two out of five people in this country believe that we're living in the last days. And uh, since we're living in the last days, then you ought to get ready. If you're not ready, it's, it's just foolishness to know that things are going to come to an end and you don't get ready. And don't be like the foolish virgins and you don't take any oil with you you're not prepared it's just foolishness not to get prepared when you see the times are changing and we're living in perilous times we're living in the last days When a good father and a good mother who had already raised five or six other children and then God blessed them with a baby girl, and 60 Minutes said that was their heart, and you can tell she lit up a room with her smile. And her father loved her, and she loved her father. But because of what's on the internet, that got on her phone, was on social media, somehow she saw a video of a grown woman showing people how to hang themselves. And this little beautiful girl loved by their, her parents looked at that video, somehow locked her door, and hung herself. We're living in the last days. The father walked in. He got a key over the door. They had a key over the door. 
He walked in, he didn't see her. And then he turned around and he saw his dead daughter who committed suicide, 14 years old. How he was able to sit up, how his wife was able to sit up and tell this sad story on 60 Minutes, I do not know. Only God can help you to do that. But the warning is to you. Go to bcnn1.com, blackchristiannews.com and read the article that I wrote. In addition to that, watch the video for yourself. And go and save your children. For the big bad wolf is out. His name is the devil. And he has sent a strong delusion that maybe you can handle. But your 14 year old daughter cannot handle. Your 13 year old son cannot handle. 15 year old child can't handle. <clears throat> Verse 2. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, they don't keep their word, false accusers. Uh, these are people who gaslight other people they don't keep their word. They gaslight other people to use them for their own selfish desires. Incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, judases, heady, high-minded, arrogant like Harry, King Ahab, arrogant full of hubris, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such children, from such young people. I don't care if they're in the family. I can care less, and may I say, I don't give a flip. I don't care if they're in the church. From such, turn away. You follow what, what the Lord is saying to you in your gut. Young people, I don't care what they're saying on Instagram. I don't care what they're saying on Facebook. You pray without ceasing as a child of God and you read the word of God and you make sure you stay in the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. That's the only way you're going to make it because a strong delusion has been sent out by the devil. And these lies, wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub, what I call deceptionism, will kill you. It will destroy you. And I'm not exaggerating. Let me just say this to you again. 
within the next 12 months, some of you parents, if not many of you parents, you're going to bury your child. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just telling you what the Lord wants me to tell you. Within the next, some of you is going to be two years, some three, some four, some five. Your child will die before you. If you don't get to praying without ceasing, nonstop, and reading the word of God so that your mind won't be destroyed, and encouraging your children to read the Bible, if they're young enough, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, keep your children at home, by the way. We used to run an article on Black Christian News, Bring the Children Home. That was about 20 years ago, uh, 17 to 20 years ago. We meant it then and we mean it now. Bring your children home from the hellhole schools. You see, you see, preacher, why are you always rubbing the cat the wrong way? Billy Sunday said, I'm not rubbing the cat the wrong way. You tell the cat to turn around, man. Uh, get your children out of there. They, they, they're going to harm themselves, get murdered, or die accidentally through drugs, through uh, anorexia, through alcohol, or they're going to commit suicide faster by leaving them in the hellhole public school system. And I forgot to mention this in the article. Marika White, make sure you put it in there. Write it down right now. Parents are suing social media like never before. Billions are going to be paid to these parents who have lost their children. They have the facts on them. Billions are going to be paid out. They might as well just go ahead and give them the money now. Facebook and Instagram, they would be they 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 would be unwise to go through a court case. Here's what I forgot to tell you in the article. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, regarding uh, these things. Uh, it was right on the tip of my tongue. Now it's slipping slipping away from me but I'll get it I'll get it back uh, and it should be uh, down near the bottom of the article uh, it's on the tip of my tongue but from such turn away. Bring your children home. Otherwise you're going to lose your children. And some parents have lost their children through death while they're still alive. They have been brainwashed 
and they're not the same anymore. And so you need to be aware of that. And you can get mad and sad and blow the whole house down and huff and puff and blow the whole house down all you want to. That's not going to get it, my friends. It's time to pray. Remain calm and carry on and pray like you never prayed before. You need to get God involved. And that's the only way. Through prayer and through the reading of God's holy word. And let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I praise you and I thank you for the two earlier services earlier today. Hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you and I thank you tonight for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you, Lord, tonight for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is sitting at your right hand, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day. I praise you and I thank you for the gift and the person of your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word. We are weak and feeble, and we need your strength and your might tonight. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have already bestowed upon me and my family and millions of other people who name the name of Christ. We pray for the salvations, uh, salvation of millions more. Open blinded eyes and unstop deaf ears even tonight and save those who are lost and revive those who are saved. And Holy Father God, I pray, I thank you also for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provisions, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us all down through the years each and every day each and every hour of the day you have been there for us and as the old saints used to sing you have brought us this far by faith and we can't turn around now so holy father god i Pray that you will have continued mercy and grace upon me and upon every soul in my family that is truly saved and born again and all Christians everywhere in this country and around the globe for Jesus Christ's sake please forgive us Lord of our sins our faults and our failures as we from our hearts by your grace forgive those who have sinned against us Crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us. And fill us, Lord, afresh and anew with the fullness and the power 
the energy, the unction, and the anointing, the freedom, and the liberty of your Holy Spirit in this sin-cursed world. For God, in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments, that we would not sin against you as we should. Uh, sin against you as... Uh, uh, help us not to sin against you and do your work and do your will. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you deliver each and every one of us from temptation, evil, and sin tonight. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right by the power of your Holy Ghost and by the power of your Holy Word. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And Holy Father God, I pray that you'll help us who are saved by your grace to crucify everything in us that's not like you. Fill us with your Holy Spirit and help us to pray to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and uh, uh, get back to you our first love. And Holy Father God, I pray that you'll grant me your energy, your unction, your anointing, your freedom, your liberty and the power of your Holy Spirit to preach your Holy Gospel and to preach your Holy Word once again. Thank you, Lord, for all of the great things you've allowed us to accomplish and to do today, and as well as my children. I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for all of them helping me in the ministry, even though the devil uh, hates them uh, and as he hates me. Maybe not as much, but the devil is trying to uh, hinder them and block them and stop them from serving you as he does me and everybody else who is uh, doing your work and will. So Lord, protect them from Satan. Lord, protect us all who name the name of Christ from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell tonight. And Lord, I pray that you would give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, evil people in the world. Place upon us the whole arm of God tonight, afresh and anew. Surround us with a band of your holy angels, a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ and make us whiter than snow on the inside. Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of the lost in my family, starting with my own wife, her mother, her, si her aunts, her siblings. Uh, my mother, my siblings, my two sisters, and Lord, uh, all family members who may be religious but lost, have your Holy Ghost to not give them rest until they come to know your Savior and become a new creature in Christ. 
And Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of the lost across this country and around the globe, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving and the mourning who are in pain tonight, and only you can comfort them, as evidently you comfort that couple who lost their child, their 14-year-old beautiful child, to suicide. Only the devil could do something like that. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, draw them to yourself, all people who are not saved to yourself and who are mourning over the coronavirus plague. I pray, Lord, uh, tonight also that you would lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our hearts, minds, souls, and spirits. Fill us with your peace and with your joy. And Lord, even if you don't remove the persecutions and the tribulations and the troubles and the trials and uh, the temptations and tests and tensions, thank you, Lord, for giving us strength and uh, uh, giving us the might and the grace that we need uh, that is sufficient for us to deal with it and to move on and to continue to serve you. And Holy Father God, I pray uh, tonight that you would deliver us at the same time from these things as you see fit. Deliver us, Holy Father God, from all of our persecutions, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. Tonight, all of our struggles and issues and problems, and Lord God in heaven, deliver all of us who name the name of Christ from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, troubles and difficulties that we are facing. And thank you for delivering us from so many things down through the years. Thank you, Lord, for hearing thousands of our prayers in so many ways. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, for remembering mercy, love, and grace. Uh, Lord, in the midst of chastisement and rebuke and uh, punishment. And Lord, we thank you for continuing to work on the lost. For we know that you're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight uh, that you'll have everything we do and say to be done for your glory, praise, and honor. And for the glory, praise, and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. For the salvation of the lost and for the revival of the saved. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, by the grace of God, I am still preaching in your hearing. Wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub, and I have renamed Wokeism 
it is actually deceptionism. And we're going to continue to dwell on that first and second verse. People who are lovers of themselves. More than lovers of God, more than lovers of other people. I would venture to say that your marriage will not work if you are a lover of yourself. If you are selfish and it's all about you and what you want. I believe that you will be a miserable person in that marriage. We don't need to be encouraged to love ourselves, do we? We naturally have such a love. This is why God tells the man to love his wife like he loves himself because we naturally love ourselves. God wants us to love others. God wants us to love him back and serve him out of that love and serve others out of that love, even sometimes putting others before you or yourself. Neither should we be taught to hate ourselves. And we do have people like that as well with a false humility. They walk around with their heads down and they loathe themselves and they hate themselves. And wokeism will do that to you too. Wokeism, the demonic spirit of wokeism or uh, deceptionism will make you love yourself and love yourself only and not anybody else. And it will make you hate yourself eventually to the point of wanting to kill yourself because you're believing lies. I have said this before. I wrote it in the article today. And that is most people do not want to kill themselves. They have a natural love for themselves. But the devil will work on your mind through the internet, through social media, through your so-called fake friends on Facebook. Uh, and talk you into positioning yourself to kill yourself. And then he'll push you. Jesus Christ said the devil is a murderer from the beginning. I believe he has murdered most of these people who have committed suicide. He worked on them and got them to a point and told them at the last minute to do it. To jump. And he pushed them. I think about the beautiful young lady in New York City had a beautiful apartment beautiful car, had men wanting to get with her and marry her, men who uh, uh, men who were well-to-do, sports figures, she had just won Miss USA, had a law degree, 
had jobs, had it all. And I believe the devil led her to jump out of her window. She killed herself. Had it all. Young, beautiful, educated, did it all, had it all, and still killed herself. And then we don't hear anything else about her. You say, well, preacher, what should I do? You need to start praying for your children. And you need to start reading the word of God to your children if you still have them at home with you. And you need to slow down, okay? Because after you die, this world is going to keep on turning. You need to slow down and spend not quality time with your children, but all of the time with your children while you can. See, I can boldly preach this to you because that's what I did. I know this is not the American way, but for security's sake. My children slept with my wife and I in the same room. Oh, they had bedrooms and all of that. But for security's sake, I wanted to make sure nobody climbed in their window and bothered them. I prayed with them every morning, read the Bible to them every morning and with them every morning. Prayed throughout the day. Told them to pray throughout the day, to pray without ceasing. Had church over half of their lives every day. And they helped in the ministry. They did their schoolwork at home. We homeschooled them. I led my wife and family <coughs> to homeschool. Was my wife happy about it? No. I did it anyway. I did not hearken to the voice of my wife. One of the greatest things I ever did. Were all the children always happy about it? Uh, not in the beginning, but they grew into it. And I'm very proud of my oldest daughter, Danny, because she, she's the kind of person who, she may not like it, but she'll go ahead on and submit to it, go ahead on and do it, and then reap the blessings afterwards. And she did that even for college. That's right, we home now, homeschool our children all the way through college. Man, that's, that's not the American way. That's too much time together. No, it's not. You know why it's not? Because they're going to be leaving soon if you raise them right. The so-called 18 years of the American way, that's going to be gone like that. Bam. And those of you who have raised the child to 18, 19, 20, gone. <coughs> You say, well, I had to work and I had to do this. Well, you better work from home now. We had home school, home church, 
home exercise. I can see us now. We were all in the living room. Put a YouTube video on. Everybody in there sweating and, and, and jogging and, and walking and everything else. My wife is over here laughing because she can, she can see it too. I, and we did that many days. And, and before that, we did uh, a whole lot of exercises on our own before we got YouTube going. Leg lifts, crunches, stretches, calisthenics, jumping jacks. We did it all. And then we would go to the, get, some, get some fresh air. We would go to the park together. That's what you need to do now, my friend. I am not suggesting it. I'm telling you to do it. That's how bad the situation is now. It's far worse than when I was raising my children. All of my children are grown now. My, my three youngest children are grown, but they still help me in the ministry. They're monitoring this service right now. They're on their own. Out of the seven, five have graduated. We got two more to go. Graduate from college. My daughter Danny, Daniela, Danny White, has done so well before she even got to 30. She had uh, four degrees, I think. Yeah, four degrees, two bachelor's and two uh, master's degrees, and she's probably working on her doctorate. On top of that, God has blessed her with a mansion to help uh, uh, her siblings to transition like she has, and drives a Mercedes, a new Mercedes. I raised them at home with me. And so I know them and they know me. And in this new age of wokeism, I thank God I raised them that way. That's right, I'm, I'm telling you, take your child out of, home, out of public school tomorrow. Don't even take them back. That's your choice. That's your prerogative. But as Paul said in Romans 12:3, For I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. We must see ourselves as we really are and not what we think we are. And by the way, God is very keen on that. God, in his love, grace, and mercy, really wants you to get that. Stop thinking uh, more highly of yourself than what you should be thinking. For the truth of the matter is all of us deserve to burn in hell forever. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, if it had not been for the grace of the Lord, we all would be in a world of trouble.
both the bad of what we are in the flesh and the glory and the good of what we are in Jesus Christ with the emphasis on Jesus Christ not us this love of self is the foundation for all of the depravity that follows in Paul's description so people dear people should note and we all should note that lovers of themselves which comes first can be regarded as the source from which all the others all of the other sins and depravity right up there with pride and it's connected to pride being a love of yourself that's the sin that caused the devil to get kicked out of heaven that is the main sin that God hates people so proud they think more highly of themselves than what they ought to and as I told you God is very concerned about that that follow all of the other sins all of the other uh, depravity, all of the other evil comes from this, springs from this. Uh, uh, Calvin said that. It is no accident that the first of these qualities will be a life that is centered in self. This is the demonic, satanic spirit of wokeism. The tragedy is, most people are this way. Most people today, living today, is all about me. I, what I want. What's in it for me? It's not just a few people. Everybody is this way today. In the church, out of the church. Black, white, red, yellow. Rich and poor. I was glad to see a man who was a secular guy. Tell Oprah, rebuke Oprah, stop flaunting your riches to other people. And Oprah is not the worst. There are others who are worse than she is on that. And she's really not that bad. Because I believe she has enough sense not to do that. But there are some people, I mean, even during the corona, at the height of the coronavirus plague, going on a ship, going on a yacht, and going here, and, and then got, got it all on mail online so everybody can see you on your yacht, on your boat, on your boat, in your bikini while people are suffering. Now, I, I, I said back then, people are getting paid to do this. Some of these folks were not out there. Some of these stars were not out there because they were trying to flaunt. The government and others 
pay them to get people to come out of their houses and get the economy going again. And I said it back then. And I still believe that. But some people, they just want to be seen. They want to be uh, on the front cover one day in Hawaii, another day in Mexico, another day in Jamaica, another day in St. Bart's, and another day in England. They, they, they love doing it. They just, the jet set setters. Mind-boggling. Traveling and clothes and and they get paid for that. The adjective used is philatus, which means self-loving. And sad to say, when you get into that, uh, lovers of themselves, this is one of the reasons why there are many young men who don't have sex with young women. Many young men who are not even thinking about getting married and many young women who are not thinking about getting married. Why? Because they practice even not only self-love but self-sex. Masturbation, watching pornography and masturbating. Committing fornication and adultery with yourself. You love yourself so much. Feeling yourself. Feeling sexy by yourself. And doing ungodliness in God's sight. God didn't put you here to do that. There's nowhere in the Bible that God tells you to do that. You are to get married. And share your selfish life with other people. With, with your sp spouse and your children. But you're a lover of yourself. You're more in love with your dog or your cat than you are, you are uh, a man or a woman. The opposite sex, not the same sex. That's a form of loving yourself too. You rather, you got some wicked men out here who would rather have another man than a woman. And that, that to me is insane. Absolutely insane. It's demonically insane. Love of self is the basic sin from which uh, all others flow. The moment a man makes his own will the center of life, divine and human relationships are destroyed. That's true in every marriage, in every family. You know why you don't want to talk to your spouse? You know why you don't want to talk to your children? You know why your children don't want to talk to you? Because you're selfish. You love yourself too much. And it ruins obedience to God and charity and love to men and women both become impossible. Loving God and obeying God and loving people and taking care of people and helping people become impossible when you're always loving yourself and taking care of yourself.
And that's a beautiful life to live. Only concerned about you. And so the essence of Christianity is not the enthronement, but the obliteration of self. That's what Dr. Barclay said. The obliteration of self. You must die to self. And only the born-again Christian people who have died to self with the help of God and by the grace of God know what I'm talking about. That's not something you do. God helps you with that. Very much so. And then Christ lives through you, the Bible tells us. Lovers of self aptly heads the list, since it is the essence of all sin and the root from which all the other characteristics spring. The word is literally self-lovers and uh, points to the fact that the center of gravity of the natural man is self rather than God. And God will not have it that way. God will have it no other way that <coughs> pardon me. <coughs> God will not have it any other way. God will not share his glory with anybody. He will not have it any other way but you're giving him the glory, praise, and honor and you're loving him first. <clears throat> and foremost. Now before we move uh, to the salvation presentation in preaching time, uh, allow me to share a few things in a practical way. To bring you up to speed just a little bit, allow me to share just a few sentences of where I left off at. And I was sharing with you right there, good. I was sharing with you uh, how that even in my own family, we have some woke people who are trying to influence my children and even in their church. They have some woke people. On their jobs, they have some woke people who are trying to influence them to be woke like them. And trying to use my own children to try to uh, hinder me in the gospel. And I know it's the devil because all of my children have served cheerfully and joyfully as far as the ministry is concerned down through the years. All the way in adulthood. And have done great work for the Lord. So the devil is not only mad at me. 
for preaching the gospel for nearly seven years, nearly every day. But the devil is mad at them and is trying to discourage them to not be the strong Christians they've always been. And the devil will use family members, church members, pastors, pastors' wives, mentors, people on the job, your boss, to apply satanic woke pressure against your children. So, uh, so-called people online, friends online, who criticize you because your father preaches against wokeism, against deceptionism, the monster blob of Beelzebub. That's all it is. And so, uh, what these woke people will try to do, they do, they, they do not mean well. They want to try to surprise you and pop up on you and try to uh, practice reductionism and want to try to knock you down a notch uh, when they perceive that you preach against what they believe in or what their friends believe in or what their family members are about. They want you to accept uh, three of the tenets of wokeism. Number one, they want you to accept that the traditional family is no good. That the patriarchy, the man is no good. And if you're a man, that means you're no good. And you don't have any right to rule over your wife and over your children. That's number one. The second thing they want you to accept, and, and they're trying to uh, 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 kind of uh, build you up for it or tear you down and uh, you know, t- try to tear you down a little bit to, so that you will accept it. And most people who don't know what's going on will allow that to happen because they don't want to be hated by their family members. They don't want to be hated by their neighbors and their friends. They don't want to be counseled by their family members. So the second thing is uh, you need to accept homosexuality as a valid way of life and it's okay for a woman to be a husband to a woman who is her wife. Kind of like Brittany Griner and her so-called wife. You see how people just talking all naturally like that when most people who have since they're about to burst out laughing there's no such thing as two women being married in God's economy in this world and you want me to forsake God and what God has created, male and female, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And and join you because you're family. Family is is supposed to be uh, everything. And I have already preached several times. And my sons have helped me to preach it. Both of them. Family 
is not everything, never has been everything. How can it be everything when God is everything and Jesus is everything and God created you and created the family? So what in the heck are you talking about? So you want me to join your mind-bending insanity to buy into that foolishness? And I cannot do that and will not do that. It's not a matter of uh, uh, that uh, uh, I should do it because I'm not doing that. Come hell or high water, you can hate me for the rest of your life. I'm not participating in your mind-bending demonic foolishness. It's very clear that God made man and woman. Glory be to God. And I still believe a man and a woman together is one of the most beautiful pictures on earth. And a woman is far more beautiful to me than any man on this God's green earth. I believe the, the, the masterpiece that God created was the woman when he took the woman out of the side of the man. There's nothing on earth more beautiful than a woman. And we got men out here today want another ugly stinking man and trying to be a woman as well. And right now they're at the convention as little devilish furries. All dressed up as some little fur, little animal dogs and cats and all of that. Grown men walking the little doggy furry men down the road. You want me to be a part of that foolishness? Now this is very interesting. As I said before, here I am preaching the gospel, preaching the word of God for seven years straight and you mad at me. You hate me. But if I was some little uh, 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 faggot, little weak man, uh, homosexual out there in the hood and so forth, you, you, oh, you think I, I was the best thing since sliced bread? Oh, we love him. We love him. Oh, you come on in. When I have, by the grace of God, raised your grandchildren by myself to be very successful people. Had to put up with your daughter for 35 years this month. And none of you all have been mad for 35 years. <clears throat> no, no credit for that. And without your help, not one dime did you send to your grandchildren to help your preaching son-in-law. And you want to come to me with some woke foolishness, you've lost your mind. I don't care who you are. That's on both sides of the family. And so just because, the lady said, Mrs. Retief, just because someone is your adult child does not mean you have to make an exception to that rule for them. Don't just pop up, don't, don't try to get my children and drag my children into your foolishness and just pop up on me 
when you already knew that we were having sex every day and we were encouraging other couples to do the same married couples a man to a woman and a woman to a man and just so happened you want to pop up and it just so happened we were in the back having sex And you mad because I won't answer the door. I don't want to be bothered with your foolishness. Call first. I wouldn't come to your house without calling first. Even if it was an emergency, I would call first and let you know what the emergency is. Out of respect for my grown children, I, I, I don't want to go over their house without them knowing I'm coming. Unless I'm trying to catch them doing something wrong. If I get some kind of word or a hunch that they're doing something wrong, I, I'll do it. And that's my prerogative. They don't, they don't have to open the door. That's their prerogative. And so this particular, this particularly rather egregious uh, this is particularly egregious with most of you all divorced or divorced and remarried. That's on my wife's side. And we have some on my mother's side, my, my side of the family. Divorced and remarried. But you're so holy and so wonderful, you want to come and bother me and my wife. And even she saw through the foolishness as you saw for yourself. She's not going to let you all rewrite history. She told you to your faces that I'm the problem here. I have been the problem here. God knows it. You know it because you didn't raise her right. That's why you didn't want to uh, uh, help, help out and keep in touch. And uh, I know it. My children know it. They, now they love their parents. But I can tell you right now, and, and they can lie to you if they want to, they don't want to have anything to do with Marika White, their mother. They love her. They have shown respect for her uh, as they should because they are Christian people. But, but because she did not love and care for them, they really don't want to have anything to do with her. So you're trying to rewrite history with them or your so-called mentors and people at the church that they used to go to trying to do that through you. It's not going to work. You know why? Because we all have good memories. See, the children have good. As soon as they try to do some fake mess you're trying to put them up to, it's not going to work. Or, committing fornication. Because, see, now, you can, you can, you can say, oh, you, uh, you don't know, you don't know what I'm doing, and you don't know what, what uh, is happening in my life, and so let me tell you something. 
See, the reason, one of the reasons why God wants you to get married and stay married is because that natural urge, God put that natural urge for sex in you. And you're going to satisfy that uh, according to the word of God, or you're going to satisfy that need according to uh, your flesh. That's an urge, and that's a need, and that's a desire. Don't bow your head yet. It's not time to pray. I'm not finished yet. And so you're going to either have your a maintenance man, or you're a lesbian, or you're masturbating, or you're committing fornication, or you're committing adultery, and yet you want to bother a couple who's not doing those things. My wife, Marika White, who is, has admitted she's not a great wife, not a great mother, she has uh, vowed before God that she has never committed adultery in her life and never committed fornication. I'm not doing that because I learned to fear God only by His grace. I have no interest in doing that right now because I like being blessed. I like the favor of God. I like the opportunities and the privileges that God gives me. And in a few days, we're celebrating 35 years. How about you? I'm talking to all of my family members. But yet you want... You, you, here you have a family member who's preaching the gospel more than any other preacher living today. Preaching the word of God. And you're mad at me? Raise his children by himself. And they all are successful and doing great. Living in a mansion and driving a Mercedes. And you're mad at me? They got to give you a ride. And you're mad at me? Upset with me? Hate me? And hate specifically the fact that I preach the gospel every day and the word of God, the whole counsel of God. And, and you hate the fact that I preach that a man should be the head of his household and his wife should be in submission to him. That's the word of God. That's why you're divorced. Separated. Doing God knows what. You want your daughter to join you with this foolishness? You want your grandchildren to be like you are? Lives all jacked up? Doing God knows what? No, no. Leave my children alone. Leave my children out of this foolishness. That's what I'm telling you. And I, that's my prerogative. Because they have one parent who left it all on the field. And that's me. So I don't have time for your woke foolishness. And if that means we never get together, so be it. The truth of the matter is, uh, um, my wife was happy to see you, glad to see you, uh, but she does not want to be you, and she does not want to go uh, and be with you like that. I, I, I can't even put my thing on other than God put, a, put that in her heart. I didn't put it in her heart. 
and and I'm sure you don't want her to live with you and crimp your style. What you're doing, no parent wants that. No grandparent wants that. Or doing something worse, looking at pornography, masturbating while you're looking at pornography, or being involved in or at least supporting homosexuality, lesbianism. Uh, wait a minute now, don't bow your head yet. Are you practicing these things? I mean, you su- evidently you support them. Three things. Hate the patriarchy, hate men being in charge of the family, destroy the patriarchy. Raise up feminism, women power. I am woman, hear me roar. Women are the greatest thing that ever happened to the world. Women uh, run the world. Girls run the world. Oh, really? Well, there's a man in Ukraine the Churchillian Jew who was a comedian but he's a man. You want to do that job? Thank God for some men who rise to the occasion. Everybody's praising him. He's man of the year, by the way, this year on Time Magazine. You know why he's man of the year? A person of the year? Because he rose to the occasion as a man. You can't just uh, have men when you, you, you need them. God put men here for a reason, just like God put you here for a reason. And watch this. You don't fool me. You may fool my children. You may fool them. You're not going to fool them long. And, and you may, listen, you don't fool me, women. All of you. Because you're submitting to somebody. If you're not a lesbian, God forbid, there's a man out there. He may not be married to you, but you, 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 you're a woman around him. You submit to him. Oh, yes, you will. And if you want uh, what he's got to give you, you're going to submit. You're just as, just as dainty as you want to be. Just as feminine as you want to be. But you, you can't stand the man who preaches the truth. You can't stand your own family member who preaches the truth about how you, your life is already shot to hell. Already messed up. You've already lost one or two or three husbands. And you married at me because I didn't let your daughter act the fool like you all have acted. Act foolishly like you all have acted. Running away husbands and, and men in your life that could have been a blessing to you. Didn't stay married long enough to reap the benefits.
And you women know all of you. My, my side of the family or your wife's side of the family. If you got a man who takes the time to have sex with you several times a week, you don't want to leave that man. No, you don't. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. You don't want to. Uh-uh. That's comfortable sex right there. See, you don't want to leave him. You sit down at the Starbucks and say, honey, child, listen, I, 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 you, talk, you trying to tell me to leave my husband? Uh, girl, uh, I, can't, I can't leave my husband. My husband good to me in that area right there. I got to have that. That's how you talk when you're not around me. Even you old women. Because even I'm learning, if you, if you uh, live a healthy lifestyle, you can go for a long time. Unless you're a lesbian, a homosexual, homosexual marriage, and then you're really mad at me because I don't accept that at all. Uh-huh. Quite frankly, to hell with all of that. And then the other thing that you're trying to get my children all caught up with it's black lives matter and black this and black that. Man, I'm black. <laughs> and I matter. Uh, don't be trying to uh, say, uh, uh, tell my children because they went to a predominantly white school that they're not black enough, you devils. I wrote the book on letters to young black men. I wrote the book on letters to young black women. You mad at me? That's Black Lives Matter right there. I wrote the book, three volumes, When Black Preachers Preach. How black you want me to be? Every time, almost every time you hear me preach, I got a black shirt on, a black tie on, and a, a black jacket on, black suit on. My shoes are black. My car is all black. Charcoal. My wife has some Chinese blood and Indian blood in her, but she's black. I could have married a white woman, but I married a black woman. You ought to be glad about that. Gave her seven children. That you, you're doting on now, and you're so proud of them. You're so amazed at how they've turned out. You didn't do a thing to have them to turn out the way they have. Not one thing. Not even a dime. When we could have used your help, you never offered it. That's a fact. And by the way, if you want to know, thank God for a black family who has never met me. We're not related. We probably wouldn't even get along. But we survived. God touched his heart. I never asked him for a dime. Never. Never talk to him. He has his own family. He has his own responsibilities. Thousands of people depend upon him. But God touched his heart. Now, what I did do is pray. God touched his heart. And his wife's heart before she died. 
I don't even believe their children know. But I, this is what I do know, family. Uh-huh, family on both sides. I believe to right now, even even uh, I believe you had a hand in the house they my children live in right now. Not all, not everything, but he had a hand in it. I believe that. I believe in the mansion that we lived in. He had a hand in it. And we survived because this black man, this man of God and his wife, God touched their uh, hearts. And I, I, I can't even begin to tell you how much money they had to come our way when, when my own family didn't send a dime. And mom, as you know, after dad died, I sent you several thousand dollars when my book, Letters to Young Black Men, became a bestseller. And you didn't have the decency to let me know that you were marrying another man. That's why I didn't send you anymore. To this day, you have not told me about this man that you married. I'm your son. And didn't send any money to help us. So it's not just one side of the family, both sides. And all of it is rooted in wokeism and uh, the demonic spirit of deceptionism. And no, we really don't need to talk about it, do we? There's no need to talk. There's no need to meet. You know why? Because you Negroes on both sides just want to argue and fight and fuss. See? And I'm not with that. Even my wife is not with that. She's not. Even though she fusses and fights like you. But not not uh, with me. She might mumble something in part while under her breath. But she uh, we don't have any arguments like that. Never have. You know why? Because I believe the Bible. I'm the head of the household. Once I make a decision, it's over. You can huff and puff and try to blow the whole house down. But we're not having an argument. It's over with. Your wife, uh, your daughter, my wife uh, should, according to the scriptures, submit to her husband in everything. How about that? You say, well, you want your, your daughters to submit to a man if they get married? It's not going to work otherwise. And I definitely, mommy, mother-in-law, I don't want them to get a divorce like you. And her aunts and her uncles, I don't want them to do that. I don't want them to get married and they get a divorce. 
And by the way, let me say this to you very quickly. You're trying to put their, you're trying to put your rebellious spirit in my children. When they do meet somebody and they do like you and all in their face and fussing and arguing and talking back to them and trying to belittle them and uh, practice reductionism and all of that from uh, with this demonic, satanic, wokeism spirit. When the man rams back and loses his mind and knocks her head off and she's in the hospital, you better make sure you get there before I do. You make sure you get to that hospital and you take care of your grandchild or your niece. And you're not the only ones trying to ruin their lives. There are people in the church trying to ruin their lives. Woke people in the church. Woke pastors and woke pastors' wives and woke mentors. Divorced mentors, by the way. Woke people on the job. Woke people in the school. Yes, even in the Christian school. But it's better than it's better than Holyoke. I guarantee you that. And so, you want me to accept the trashing of my manhood, like you all have beat down other men, you're like, and what happened to you? What happened to them? What happened to the man that you beat down? Huh? You got tired of him. Why? Because he was not man enough to deal with you. Well, see, see, let me, you know, you know, one of the reasons why your daughter wants to stay with me and not go with you, with your real foolishness, because I'm man enough to deal with her. I'm not gonna let her have a way. See. And I'm not afraid of her, and I'm not afraid of you. So here is another set of verses dealing with the real problem in our family, in your family, in the church, in the country, and in the world. Here we go. And I'm not going to read it all tonight. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 and 24. You don't like what I'm saying? Well, here's what God said about it. And the reason why your daughter and, and your niece and I are still married is because I read this passage, Ephesians chapter 5 and chapter 6, every day. with my entire family, along with prayer. That's why we're celebrating 35 years in a few days. 35 years married. And by the way, uh, today has been one of the best days, and I hope this does not go to her head. She did a wonderful job today. All day long. And we, we got up early, didn't we? We didn't even get enough, uh, our regular sleep. She did what I told her to do.
But see, you have not been married that long, and so you don't know how that feels when you've been married for 35 years. This is just something that's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It is it, something happens. And she literally feels more comfortable with me than she does with you. She doesn't hate you. I feel more comfortable with her than I would with my family. That's just the way it is. And no, we're not interested in a devilish family reunion. We're not. We don't want you to come over on Thanksgiving. We don't want you to come over on Christmas. We're just not interested. Because of the way that you've made it. Because of the foolishness that you have done. By the grace of God we did it. Uh, by the grace of God and with the help of a few people. And then not only this black man and his wife. I, I, can, I can say this. I can, I can tell you this. All together. They made sure that we had over $500,000 over the past 20 years. And, and that's a lowball number. And what did you say? Not a dime. So don't come and talk to me. Don't come and tell me anything. That's what this pastor who doesn't know me. And because he is a pastor and I'm a prophet, evangelist kind of guy, I, I'm sure he does. I know this. I, can, I, I mean, he's never told me this. Some of the things I say, he doesn't like. It's not in his nature to like it. But his love for me had been better than my own family. And not only that, there's a white man, an old white man, and an old white woman. I said there's an old white man and an old white woman living in the same town I'm living in. Didn't know me from Adam's house cat. We had a fire in the house. These people heard about it. And put us in a mansion bigger than what my uh, children are living in right now. My daughter and, and my daughters and my my children are living in right now. All together, six bedrooms, four bathrooms, two car garage, no four car garage, patio. All of the fixings. White man. You want me to hate white people? You want me to be all about black lives? matter, Negro, get out of here. Are you kidding me? I don't have any. I don't hate white folks. Thank God for the white folks who stood with me. When you didn't. On both sides of the family. And you had money to help. I know a white lady left uh, my mother in the church a whole lot of money. I know about that. I know that the man she married has some money. And all of you could have helped just a little bit. If for no other reason for the sake of the ministry... For the preaching of the gospel, the word of God, since y'all love Jesus so much, 
says you are so such great Christians. See, I may not like him, but I, I'm going to support the ministry because I know they need the support, and he's doing a great job. Well, this pastor and his wife did it. I know she couldn't like everything about how I preach. But God touched her heart to, she wrote the checks. You say, well, how, how did that happen? Only God knows. Only God knows. People who don't even know me help me big time. I'm not talking about no $50, man. Are you kidding me? I'm not talking about no little love offering to $20, $50. We appreciate the people who have done that, but they, now we're not talking about that. We're talking about thousands of dollars a pop. And he tried to hide it. He tried to hide the money, you know, from, he didn't want me to know, he didn't want me to know he was doing it. Uh, he's a meek person, very humble. He didn't want me to know, he didn't want me to know. But I, God showed me who it was. <laughs> God showed me. <laughs> That's God for you. And my, my, my children are sitting pretty. Largely because of God using this man. And his wife when she was living. And I know his children, his adult children don't like me. I know that. So I don't even think they know. That's the reason why I don't say his name that much. But sometimes I just can't help it. Okay? So, don't be t trying to turn my children against me and against uh, white folks and my Black Lives Matter. They don't, they, my children don't know anything about that foolishness. They don't care anything about that. Those are the tenets. Those are the things that you want me to believe in. You want me on one hand to believe family is everything and you should submit to the family. But you don't respect my family. You don't respect me. I can only fit into the family if I agree with you. And I'm not going to agree with you. And family is not everything. But yet, you believe that the family ought to be destroyed the way God made it. You want the husband to submit to the wife and shut his mouth and just bring in money. That's on both sides of the family. My mother-in-law, you're that way, my mother's that way. That, my, my, my mother does not have a problem at all ruling over men like she ruled over her husband. My mother will throw an attitude on you and, and you better submit. Okay? But I, I'm not buying it. Daniel White Jr., I saw him go through that 
And when I tell everybody, including my mother, I'm Daniel the Third. You're not over me like that. Never have been since I have been saved. I love you. I appreciate the good you did do. But you don't run me. You, you run all these other men. You don't run me. I'm over her in the ministry. And I have the liberty of the Lord to preach like this to her. Uh, we read today uh, a passage in the Holy Scriptures. How that the king, the good, a good king came on the throne and uh, he was a good king and had to sit his mother down. And, 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 and tell her what time it was. No, no, you can't do that. This evil, that whatever evil you're doing, you can't do that. He said the sodomites down too. He said no sodomites. And mommy, you can't do what you're doing. The wrong you're doing either. Okay. He was a boy, little boy. He, you know, respect his mother and honor. He can't talk like that. But when he becomes a grown man, and mommy is wrong, then you're wrong too. Same thing for mother-in-law. Wives, submit yourselves. Under your own husbands, as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. That's the word of God, my beloved. And I'm not mad at anybody but the devil. You must understand, my oldest son, Daniel White IV, he may not remember it. I believe he does, but I remember it. He wrote, he helped me to write an excellent series on how that, uh, when family rises up against you, how that you must love Jesus first and foremost. And you cannot let family uh, come first before him. One of the most memorable se series that I ever preached. Now, you, now listen to me. When you get something out of your own preaching, now you got something. Then my son Daniel Ezekiel White he helped me with that, that series that I preached on. And it was, it was during the uh, coronavirus plague, during the holidays. I didn't plan on it. He and I just was preaching line upon line, here a little, there a little, from the Word of God, the book of Matthew. And it just so happened to fall around Thanksgiving and Christmas. And by the grace of God, I, grace of God, I preached the daylights out of it. And the title of the series, I can remember it to this day, as old as I am. Family is not everything. That's what you want me to believe. On both sides of the family. Oh, that family is everything. You need to come on in here and submit to me, your mother and your mother-in-law, and, and uh, do what we tell you now, boy, son. And, uh, and family is everything. No, no, no. Family is not everything. 
God is everything. Jesus Christ is everything. And I still believe in respecting my elders and respecting my parents and so forth. But now when you uh, start being used by the devil to mess with my children, that's not happening. That's not, I'm, I'm going to still respect you, but I mean, I, I, you're going to hear from me. I don't care who you are. See? Because I love my children, and I enjoyed my time with my children. And, and if uh, they want to go another route, that's fine. They're adults. They can do that. But I'm not going with them on that or with you. And as I have said in the past, I'll be here when you get back. I'm going to stay right here with the Bible and the Word of God. So children, don't let these people deceive you. Don't let these people brainwash you and make you hate God and hate Jesus and hate your Father and hate the Word of God and everything that you have learned. It is a satanic, demonic spirit of wokeism. See, this is the reason why I'm not mad at anybody, because I know who's behind this. The devil is behind it. See, I, I'm not mad at any flesh and blood. If I'm mad at anybody, it's the devil. That's been the case even in our family. I'm not mad at Marika White for her rebelliousness and foolishness down through the years, but I've always been mad at the devil who's always working to try to cause a problem. And I see you the same way. So, back off of my children. Let them be. My, my, my daughter only reached out to you because she never had a loving mother. And now and you see that and you're trying to take advantage of it. And you're trying to be all of this and all that and you've never been anything before. And you're planning devilment in her mind and in the minds of my children. Foolishness. Your evil. Your wrecked life. You want them to, you want them to turn out like you? You want them to turn out like you? My wife does not even want to turn out like you. She told me that. She, she does not want to turn out like her aunt Cynthia or her mother and be divorced and all of that. And, and one of the reasons why, mommy, your daughter wants to remain married is because you didn't. It was too painful. You don't know how much this child was hurt by your divorce. And the rest of your children, they'll never tell you that, but they were hurt by it. I would have been hurt if my father and mother divorced. And I'm a big old strong man. I'm not hurt by much. But I would have been hurt by it, man. I'm telling you. And all children who come out of a divorce situation are hurt. Hurt sometimes beyond what they can explain. So if you want to be woke and filled with the demonic spirit of 
wokeism, deceptionism, the blob of Beelzebub, you go ahead. But do not brainwash my children. Do not put your garbage in their hearts and minds. It's not going to last anyway because they have read the Bible more than you ever will in your lifetime. They prayed more than you ever will in your lifetime. Every last one of you on both sides of the family. And so they're going to come out all right. The devil is mad at them because of how they helped me in the ministry and how they helped me in the ministry to this day. And the only reason why you want to mess that up on both sides of the family is because of the devil and the demonic spirit of wokeism, deceptionism, the blob of Beelzebub. And the word Beelzebub, if you don't know, means the devil. I have so much more to say, but I'm going to leave it right there. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you so much for your holy word. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Spirit and I thank you most of all for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for Dr. Ed Young, Jr., who you used to inform me. I knew about wokeism, but he did the deep, deep dive that uh, inspired me to preach my own series. And so, Lord, I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. Thank you for using this fun-loving pastor, and, and we certainly do not run in the same circles. But uh, uh, you did a work in his heart and in his mind, and, and, and what a blessing he has been to the church regarding this terrible issue. This satanic, demonic spirit of wokeism, deceptionism, the blob of Beelzebub. And so, Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for the salvation of the lost, including my own wife, uh, my wife, whose heart you have touched, uh, to somehow... Uh, be delivered from that demonic spirit and the satanic attack that came against our family uh, including against her that if she had taken heed to it her life would be totally messed up and Lord God in heaven I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ my children have been under satanic attack. And that's why, Lord, I'm not mad at them, or the older children who have listened to uh, their woke family members and woke church members and woke people in the community. Uh, because I know that this is a, no doubt, the worst satanic attack uh, 
that has hit uh, our society and the church and young people uh, in recent history. It is a strong delusion, as your Holy Word talks uh, about, tells us about. So as I pray every day, Lord, I pray that you would protect them from this strong delusion, protect them from being brainwashed by the devil and the demons of hell, even family members, church members, pastors, pastors' wives, and uh, uh, so-called mentors, so-called co-workers. And as I told them the other day, I raised them to follow you and to be leaders, not followers of other people. Evil communications corrupt good manners. And Holy Father God, I thank you so much that even if the devil got a hold of any of my children and they forsook you and your word after all of these years of serving you, because I know the devil is mad not only at me, but at them too. For they have helped me tremendously to this day. Lord, I would not move one inch. I would not uh, draw back from you not one inch. I would not be bothered by it one bit. Because I know that you have been extremely good to me and my family. And my faith will always look up to you. And I pray that they will have the same attitude and the same mentality. And that they will not be caught up in the demonic foolishness of their so-called family members, church members, pastors, pastors' wives, mentors, people on the job, wherever. But that they will focus on you. And remember when they got saved, pray without ceasing, and join me in reading the Chronological Bible every day for your glory, your praise, and your honor, and to be a witness. And as I have shared with them the other day, to keep on passing our gospel tracks so that others will have an opportunity to get saved. I pray, Lord, and I thank you for the love I have in my heart because it's your love because I'm dead. For everybody in my family, uh, of course, my immediate family, and even my extended family. And so, Holy Father God, open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and save their souls, and change their lives. Glorify your holy name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, He's the only one who can deliver you from wokeism uh, and deceptionism or deceptionism, the blob of Beelzebub and all other sins, abominations, and things that will make your life miserable and make your eternity miserable. And so if you want to be saved from the power of your sins and the misery of your sins, if you want to be saved from the eternal burning hell and eternal misery in hell, 
The Bible says that we need to understand that we are sinners. We're all sinners. The Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Everybody in my family, my extended family, and in this country and around the globe, we all have done evil in God's sight, which is a bad, bad thing. We have broken his Ten Commandments by lying, by stealing, by lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things. We have dishonored and disobeyed and disrespected our parents. We have dishonored and disobeyed and disrespected God Almighty by lying on him and taking his name in vain. The Bible also says that the wages of sin is death. We're all going to die because of our sin. And what God wants you to understand that if he will allow you to die one day, and he will because of your sins, he will allow you to burn in hell forever if you don't believe in his son Jesus Christ. This is automatic. There's nothing nebulous about this. Nothing confusing about this. Is in or out, is up or down, is heaven or hell. There's no purgatory, there's no in-between, there's no limbo, there's no second chances. This is it. This is your chance. And so Jesus Christ, in light of that, said, the most loving, most magnificent, and most important words ever said, in the history of the world of mankind. He said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He never sinned. He never did anything wrong. And yet he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for our sins. The things that we have done wrong was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. That is the gospel. That is the good news. Jesus Christ died for our sins. He paid our sin debt. Believe it. Believe in him. And call on his name and ask him to save you because the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, my dear friend, and thou, you, shall be saved. Let's pray the sinner's prayer together. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, as I did some 44 years ago. And mean it from your heart. Be sincere about it or don't pray it at all. Believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ who died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead, John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. That's what he did when he died. He took your sins away, my sins away. And all you have to do is trust in him. Have faith in him. Believe in him. Follow me in prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Believing in your heart in Jesus Christ.
Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I've sinned against you many times. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. Please forgive me of all of my sins and help me to repent of my sins as I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power, Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins and to turn away from my evil life and to follow you in the newness of life, Lord Jesus Christ. God, thank you for your love. Jesus, thank you for dying for me on the cross and taking away my sins. Now help me to live for you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Dear friend of mine, if you truly believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God and you called on his name in prayer and you meant your prayer you were sincere in it In the words of Billy Graham, you made a decision to trust Christ as Savior. Then according to God's word, according to the words of Jesus Christ, for they cannot lie, the Bible tells us, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. Not because of any good works that you did, but by simple faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Always remember John 3.16 Whenever you feel weak, whenever you feel like doubting, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So dear friend, go to Gospel Light Society. Uh, first, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life. Go to Gospel Light Society. We have a present for you, a free gift. Download it free of charge. It is a book titled, What to Do After I Have Entered Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door, and you just entered in by believing in him. Download that book, start reading it, and it will give you about seven steps 
to help you get to where you need to go as far as being a Christian and being a disciple of Christ. Also, on that same site, gospellightsociety.com, down on the bottom shelf there, if you will, uh, you will see some uh, podcasts populating down there. Uh, My son, Daniel Ezekiel, is putting up podcasts every day, and so new podcasts are going up every day. Uh, And that will lead you to thousands of podcasts dealing with prayer, Bible reading, uh, church history, apologetics, all kinds of theological, biblical studies. Uh, Taught by me, a man who has accredited degrees, uh, one, two, three, four, five different degrees uh, that will help you grow in the faith. And I teach you better than my professors because I make sure that you get what's in the book. And most, most importantly, what the Bible says first and then get what's in the textbooks because most people don't read the textbooks in college and the textbooks are important. So avail yourselves to that and start listening tonight. I would recommend that you listen to the Prayer Motivator Devotional. My daughter Danny and I, we started that a long time ago. I guess it's going on 20 years now. And uh, then listen to the Prayer Motivator Minute. And then listen to the Standing Between the Living and the Dead devotional service, the whole thing. And that may go two or three hours. So, uh, and be blessed and grow in God's grace. You can listen to it while you're traveling, while you're going to work, while you're at the gym, while you're walking the dog, and all of that good stuff. The podcasts are everywhere. Also, email us and let us know that you got saved. Email us, and if you have a prayer request, you need help with something, you're being tempted, your marriage is on the rocks, email us and let us know. On the platform that you're on, there should be an email. On all of the Facebook pages, there should be an email. And if you don't see an email readily, uh, you can email me directly. Very simple, DW3 the numeral three, at gospellightsociety.com. I'll be glad to hear from you. And as soon as I get your prayer requests, I'm going to pray for you. Uh, All of my staff knows that. They'll be up all night long and ready to receive your email. So God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, Lord willing, if the Lord tells his coming and we live and God gives me the strength, I'll be here tomorrow night by the grace of God. It's been a wonderful day serving the Lord, and uh, make sure you pray without ceasing, make sure you read the Word of God, we are reading the Chronological Bible, Uh, that's going to be about three to five chapters, maybe six sometimes a day, it's not going to hurt you, it's going to help you, and also, uh, remember what the Marines say, simplify. Always faithful. Remain always faithful to God no matter what. And remember what the Air Force boys say. These are my boys.
Simple Supra. Always above. Be faithful down here on earth. Keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord in heaven all of the time, and he'll keep you in perfect peace. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time as the music plays.